Hey, good evening, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill and Jackson. It must mean it's Thursday night. Must mean it's time to talk about our weekly review. A lot to talk about, but we're going to do it in a short period of time because we want to be able to stretch some things out. We don't want to be like other groups that are just making all these rumors and, oh, did you hear that this person's getting traded for this person? And then find out that oh, it was yeah. just a total false. Oh, you mean like the Ronald Acuna, the Toronto Blue Jays rumor? Yeah. Yeah. That, that one that one made me laugh, guys. Like, serious. Yes. Come on. Let's make up rumors that actually make sense. And Trey Turner was going to go to Philadelphia. Now he's going to go to the Yankees. But now he's going back to the Dodgers. But a week and a half ago, everybody had him in Philly. So, you know, I don't know where this guy's going to go. And so, anyways, we had a guy, too, on Instagram that posted a thing that Carlos Correa has signed with the Dodgers. And he's going to wear number four. First of all, he has not signed with the Dodgers. And second of all, they're not going to give him Duke Snyder's number that's already retired. No. Just going to tell you right now, it ain't going to happen. So I, I, I will say, uh, if Correa signs for the Dodgers, I think he'll be the first guy to be booed at every home game. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, Jackson, let's start with the awards tonight. Uh, tell me about what you thought about the AL MVP. So the AL MVP, I mean, they haven't announced that judge is MVP, but they announced Jordan as third, no time to be a second. So obviously Aaron Judge is the MVP, as we right. all expected. Um, yeah, I mean, that one was pretty easy to decide. You know, Judge had a historic season, literally carried the Yankees. You know, maybe if Otani, if the Angels played better and maybe got in the playoffs, you could argue that, you know, Otani carried the Angels, especially Trout missing significant time. But, you know, that, w- that was all Aaron Judge from the beginning. So congratulations to him. Uh, go find someone to pay you $300 million and regret it after four years. <laughs> uh, it's going to either be the Bronx, it's going to be San Francisco, or it's going to be L.A. It's what I'm I'm fearful of. I don't mind if he stays in the Bronx. And I think his career numbers would tank if he goes to San Francisco because he doesn't have that short fortune right field. He'll have that long wall. Right, we'll see a lot of more doubles and triples, but we won't see as as many HRs and, you know, as they say, chicks digs the long ball, right? Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Even if he goes to the Dodgers, that's also a pitcher's ballpark. I'll put that in in quotation marks. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. It depends on what time of day you're playing. Depends on if it's June, July, and August when the heat's there and everything is blown out to right field. So yeah. Um. Okay, so let me take that National League, and I agree with you on the American League one. I think Judge had a historic year. That's a no-brainer. Let me take the National League one because they have announced it. Okay, and I am i don't care, guys. I'm a Dodger homer in this one. How in the world? Now, Paul Goldschmidt had a great year. Much props. Congratulations, Paulie. How in the world did Freddie Freeman come in fourth place and not have one, not one, First place vote when he had the most hits in the the uh, um, National League. He had one of the highest batting averages. He had a career year, and he doesn't even get one vote. Who came in second? Manny, Manny, Mr. Cool Machado. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? I mean, come on. Give a little bit of luck to Freddie. Now, I'm going to make a bold statement here. But I also think this is a little bit of East Coast biased. If Freddie were still playing for you guys in Atlanta, I bet you that may have, may have changed. Because you see what Freddie did, and then you see what the Dodgers did in the playoffs. And 
you know, we'll talk about the, we'll talk about the, um, the Cy Youngs here in a second, but my gosh, tell me, Jackson, how does Freddie not get one first ballot vote? Uh, that I don't know. Uh, I'm going to give a really hot take. I don't think Paul's Goldschmidt deserved the MVP at all. Um, you know, it is called the league's most valuable player. You know, and when you got a duo on your team, you know, Nolan Arenado's over there to help carry the weight. And he did when Paul Goldschmidt slumped the, the second half of the season. And I think that's kind of what bit Freddie Freeman, you know, having Mookie Betts in that, that lineup. A lot of the voters looked like, how can he be the MVP when, you know, there's how many former MVPs in this lineup? So in my personal opinion, you, you can disagree with me. This is totally fine. But Manny Machado carrying the Padres, you know, no Tatis, no nothing. The Padres lineup was pretty – it was like one of those spinning doors at a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. But all, season, look- all season. So, I mean, I think Machado deserved it more. But I do agree that Freddie Freeman kind of got shafted on even consideration. Had 199 hits this last season, right? He hit – 325, 21 home runs, 100 RBIs. 199 hits. You mean to tell me that we don't, like, if he gets one more hit, does that poke him over? And, hey, now he's got 200 hits, right? But, I mean, this, to me, it's almost a crime. It's almost a crime. But he's 1,100 hits away from... um, away from the promised land of 3000 and the way that he's playing, he's going to be a first ballot hall of famer anyways. So we'll give him his props and the props are due. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it, since baseball is very analytics driven now, a lot of voters are kind of like the new age. They look at stuff like OPS plus, you know, and you know, Machado Goldschmidt and Arenado had a higher OPS plus, And that's just determining like how good a player is at slugging. I think Freeman only having 21 home runs kind of hurt him on the OPS plus side. I don't know. I, I'm looking at the numbers. I The voting was a little wonky. I don't think Nolan Arenado should have finished as high as he did, especially, you know, if Paul Goldschmidt, supposedly this clear cut MVP front runner is like, is his teammate really that much more valuable when he's hitting right behind him or right in front of him? Right. Right. No, I agree so, with you. It's, it's like a tomato, tomato, you know? Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. And, and, uh, you know, honestly, I'll be honest with you. Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, um, Freddie Freeman, Will Smith, the top four in the lineup, right? The guy that I'm worried about pitching to the most is Freddie Freeman. It's not Trey Turner and it's not Mookie Betts. It's Freddie Freeman because Freddie Freeman uses that whole ballpark. Right. Yeah. And, and when he's hot, Ain't nobody touching him. No, he he's a tough guy to strike out when he's on. He's a tough guy to strike out, period. But when yeah. he's on, forget about it. When he's on, he'll have 35 at bats with one strikeout. Yeah. You know. And so, but anyways, I I can vent all night about this, but congratulations, Nolan. Apparently you deserve it. <laughs> congratulations, Aaron Judge. We know you deserve it. Now uh, Gold, me- Goldschmidt won it. Arenado got third. I'm sorry. Goldschmidt. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. Goldschmidt. Hey, same team. Yeah. This, know, first, this, third, this, this is what I'm saying. It's the, it's the same guy, basically. Just plays on the other side of the diamond. Who knows? Who right, knows? Right-handed power hitter hits a lot of doubles. Knocks a bunch of runs in. Same guy. Good defense. Same guy. Who knows? So, um, okay. So, 
why don't you take me through the well flip leagues? Why don't you take me through the National League Cy Young Award winner? I mean, so and this is I tough pe- for you as a Braves fan. I get it, but that's why I'm asking you it. I peeked around on social media, and I I understand you know the hu- the hubbub you know, and I'm gonna preface this, Bill. I know you're a Dodgers fan. I'm I'm trying to tell the Dodgers fans who think Julio Rea should have won. You know, Julio did lead the league in ERA and WHIP, but he also pitched 50 less innings than Sandy Alcantara. Even then, Urias had a 2.16 ERA and a .96 WHIP, and Alcantara, with those extra 50 innings, had a 2.28 ERA and a 9.8 WHIP. Like those those numbers are so close, but with a fifty a fifty inning gap against arguably better competition, where you know for Miami, you know you could argue Miami is a bad team, so you know he could leave them in for longer. I don't care. He pitched against the Braves, the Mets, and the Phillies, who all three of them finished top ten in the MLB in like scoring. So he faced a lot stiffer competition, you know, than say Colorado or Arizona, or the Giants having a down year. You know, what you talking about, Willis? I see where you're I, going there with this. I, well. I'm just saying, Alcantara deservingly so got the Cy Young Award. Congrats listen, to him. The, the man was a monster. Listen, I agree with you. And for all those Dodger fans out there, so there's a guy that you and I follow on social media that has a ton of Dodger fans, and he posted something yesterday, and I was a collaborator on it, talking about um, talking about how – Arias finished third and there was a bunch of comments in there. Oh, they got screwed. It's East coast bias, everything like that. If Arias wouldn't have gotten hurt this season and he would have gotten the other 50 innings in short of Alcantara or of what Sandy got. Right. And if he would have pitched the way that he had been pitching the whole season for those 50 innings, then you can make a case. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely agree with that. You know, even 30 innings, just cut the gap to maybe 20 innings. And those numbers are a little bit more comparable. You'd have to give the edge to Julio, but yeah. you know Alcantara throwing six complete games, which is more than any team had in Major League Baseball this season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's so I I'm a Dodger homer. I get it, but I don't think that I think Julio third is decent for how many innings he pitched. Um, would I like to see him win it? Sure, but. That's also saying that I wanted Paul Goldschmidt to win it over Freddie Freeman. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't make that argument. I mean, and, for me, and yeah, I mean, even being a Braves fan, I'm surprised Freed finished second looking at the numbers. I think Urias had a slight edge because Freed only pitched about 10 more innings. But I think a lot of that was, you know, again, competition. You know, pitching, Freed pitched a lot against the Mets and the Phillies this year, and he pitched fairly well against them. So those yeah. are things the voters do take into consideration. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I will say on the American League side, it was a no-brainer for uh, JB to win that. He had a phenomenal season this year. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, I saw he had like the fourth lowest ERA since the mound was lowered or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, when the guy has a season like that, the last guy to have a season like that was Blake Snell in 2018, who, again, had like a 1.9 ERA. You, you got to give it to the guy at the 1.75 ERA. As much you know, as I was, want to see anyone else win it, but Verlander was just that good. You know, it was funny because people put things on social media and they do them years and years and years ago, and they don't realize that they can come back to haunt them, right? So after JV was announced um, as the MVP or as the Cy Young Award winner, 
um, they pulled up his wife's Twitter account from 2016, which she felt like he should have gotten the, the Cy Young Award. Did you see this, Jackson? No, I didn't. She put, hey, MLB, I thought I was the only one um, allowed to F um, Justin Verlander. Hashtag Cy Young Award winner. <laughs> oh, jeez. It was awesome. I'm like, I wonder how JV felt about that tweet when it went out. And uh, so if you look on Kate Upton's account, it's it's actually pretty fun. I was going to say, I, I, I don't think Justin Verlander cares because his wife is Kate Upton. But, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking know, of him, rumor has it he lands either in the Bronx with the Dodgers or back in Houston. But it's like Bronx super high, Dodgers lower than that, Houston as an afterthought. Well, but he's yeah, looking I, for three years, $130 million. I was going to say, yeah, he's looking for more than Scherzer had. And, you know, the Scherzer has had some injury concerns with his shoulder and his oblique, but those are minor compared to, you know, Berlin had a good season coming off Tommy John, but you do wonder, you know, after Tommy John, you know, you throw harder, but it's how long does the elbow last after Tommy John? Most guys that have Tommy John have it again. And again, well, and see, in, in Verlander's case, too, he's trying to, and I get it, get your last payday, right? But he's trying to sign a three year deal. Why is he trying to sign a three year deal, stats guy? That's a good question. I don't know why. He has, he has 256 wins. Ah, career wins. Three years will get him to that magical number at 300, especially if he plays for Houston, LA, or uh, the Yankees, who are known to score runs, right? That's fair. Even if he goes down in San Diego, but San Diego is not on the table right now because they need to save that cash to negotiate with Juan Soto. So, um, but yeah, that's why I think JB wants that three-year deal. Are you looking up his stats right now? Uh, no, I was looking up something else because I know. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it was Kershaw. Kershaw's going to reach 200 wins if he plays another year. So I think he's coming yeah. back. He's only yo. He's already signed. Oh well, it's reportedly, not yet. Yeah. yeah, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. But yeah, he's uh, Kershaw's got what 196 wins or something like that. 197. So it'll be good to, for him to get to 200. He was already a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Same with same with Verlander. Verlander doesn't need 300 wins. He just wants 300 wins. Yeah, that's one of those things. If you're healthy enough and your wife's willing to support you in it, I, hey, listen, I put in the contract. I'd say we'll give you the three years, the 130 million, but Kate has to come to every home game. I mean, you know, why not, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right. So we talked about American League and National League Cy Young Award winners, MVPs. Uh, any transactions that stood out to you this week that you really want to talk about, or or demands for certain um, cash that you want to talk about? I mean, I I saw. You know, there's a lot of things floating around, you know, with the deadline coming up to tender players before the arbitration deadline and all that, all that fancy stuff that a lot of people don't understand. So I'm not going to get too far into it because it is really complicated. But, you know, uh, Kyle Lewis, former rookie of the year, moving from Seattle to Arizona. Uh, it's kind of a baffling trade for me for Arizona, who has four young outfielders. You know, maybe they don't feel like a couple of them are ready. Um Great trade for Seattle, who also traded for Teoscar Hernandez from Toronto, two-time All-Star, two-time Silver Slugger. So uh, Seattle's out there making moves. I heard they're trying to move Jesse Winker. That's that's the rumor on the street. They're trying to free up some more space in that outfield. They're interested in Brandon Nimmo. 
They're interested in Aaron Judge. I mean, but who isn't? <laughs> you know, Seattle's out there trying to trying to make the most of the, this playoff window they seem to have found. Seattle's uh, Seattle is trying to make the most of it, and and honestly, in Seattle's case, I got to be honest with you. I got to be honest with you. They have a shot to outtake Houston this year for first place, um, but definitely they're definitely an argument for even the wild card since now 28 out of 30 teams make the wild card of the playoffs. So they're definitely in it. And so I'm, I'm excited about those moves. The Seattle move kind of, kind of baffled me because Seattle really didn't give up a lot. Yeah. It was like, there was something going on in the clubhouse in Toronto. They're like, we're going to ship this guy. We're going to ship this guy. Whoa. What what just happened here? What what I heard is Toronto is going to be it. Again, everyone's in on Aaron judge. They're checking in on judge or checking in on Nimmo for outfield help or something like that. But Toronto's biggest need after blowing that lead to Seattle has been pitching. So they got a good left-handed pitcher. They got a minor leaguer out of it. And Hernandez is in his walk year. So it makes a little bit of sense. But again, you know, a bat like that, even if he plays questionable defense at times. But Nemo's already said that he wants to go back to Queens anyways. You know, and Freddie Freeman said he wanted to go back to Atlanta. Players say a lot of things. The, the rumors are swirling. They call it the hot stove because something's always cooking. It's always the cash, right? I mean, guys like Verlander demanding the $130 million, Good for you, Justin, for demanding it. And you are still worth it if you can throw like you did this year. You're still worth it. But at the same time, you look at that, you kind of go, dude, you've already made a couple hundred million in your career. How much more do you need to make? Right? Because if you're looking at a hundred and you're looking at like 45 million a year, you're looking at just shy of four million dollars a month. So after taxes, you're looking at clearing three million bucks a month. Okay. Now, Jackson, I don't know about you, but you give me one of those months and I'll be fine for the majority of my life. I was going to say, you give me one of those months, you probably will never hear from me again. I'll be on some fancy Pacific Island. You'll be on some fancy Pacific Island every Thursday still doing this, though, with me. Of course. with the But there'll be palm trees and sea turtles in the background. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so today was uh, this week was a light week. There's going to be a lot more to talk about. I personally, I don't know about you, Jackson, but I hate the rumor mill. That's why we're kind of I'm kind of steering away from the rumor mill, because, again, like I said, with Trey Turner, Philadelphia, no, uh, the Bronx, no, the Dodgers. No, it, it's like what other team? Um, oh, there's one other one that we did bring up. Which one did we not bring up that was kind of unique this week? Uh, I know Tyler Anderson went to the Angels. Bingo. He went down the road. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I was talking to someone at work and Angels fans don't attack me because you know I'm right. This is the most Angels signing ever. They were signing a 33-year-old left-handed pitcher with injury history who's coming off a career year with a career number of innings pitched and they're signing him to a $40 million contract. And what upsets me the most as being someone who grew up in Southern California is that this just shows me that the Angels front office kind of doesn't know what they're doing because they have a pretty solid starting rotation already. Pitching wasn't the issue last year. It was playing uh, Andrew Velasquez at shortstop for three quarters of the year. You're not going to win many games when you have a guy hitting a buck 50 out of the shortstop hole. So the Angels have a ton of holes 
I it it seems like one of those Artie Barreno moves where he tries to just convince everyone that he's doing something. But oh. you know, with the with the Angels allegedly for sale, reportedly for sale, you know, maybe Bill and I can scrounge some money together and buy the Angels. Wouldn't that be sweet? I'm 15 cents on my couch cushion the other day. Maybe uh, that'll work. I think I got one of those 2002 rally monkeys lying around, so I think I could trade one of those in. There you go. Well, I opened a uh, uh, a wax pack of uh, 1992 Fleer cards the other day. The first card that was in it was a Tony Gwynn card. Now, I bought the whole box. I bought a whole box of it for 20 bucks. First card that came out of it, Tony Gwynn. Second card, Jay Buhner. Third card was uh, Barry Bonds. And Amber goes, were you going to open up another pack? And I'm like, no. My luck just ran out because between those three cards, I can put that up on the top end rivalry site, and I can, I can easily make my twenty bucks back, if not more. Yeah. So, anyways, but, but all, all jokes aside, the, the the key for the Angels moving forward, I think most people know this is, you know, you got to have Trout and Otani in the lineup every day, and you got to have somebody else. It can't just be the Trout and Otani show. Nope, it has to, and you have to figure out what you're doing with Rodon. Like, he has to be healthy enough to play. If he can play 100 games, you have Trout, Otani, and Rodon, and Rodon plays like he did three years ago. Yeah, you got to wrap Rendon in bubble wrap, apparently. That's true. <laughs> All right, top fans. Well, we've covered some of the basic stuff tonight. Um, you'll hear this uh, Saturday morning. Make sure that you go on and you listen to this. We love the fact that you guys listen to this. Feel free to send uh, the top fan rivalry site i am's about what you heard or even top fan stats guy i've tagged jackson in a bunch of stuff um you know yes. in the mornings and things so feel free to go on there and and check it out send me your yeah. hottest takes your worst your worst trade rumors i'm exactly. all for it we want to hear it all we want to hear it all um and then jackson if they're gonna buy merchandise they go to the team store but what code do they use how to use code jackson got to use code jackson got used today for locker room access by the way, top fans, if you're not getting your locker room access, you need to do it because there's going to be a lot of stuff in the offseason and going into next season that you won't see unless you can get into that locker room door. Unless you got that press pass and get you into that locker room door, Ooh, you ain't going to want to miss it, too. We got an article coming up about uh, baseball fandism versus uh, the business of baseball. We got some new merchandise coming up. We got another article about Shohei Otani. That will probably be back there. Woo-woo. So, anyways, Jackson, I've had fun. Have you had fun tonight? I have. Cool. Let's do. How about we do it? How about we do it next Wednesday, not next Thursday? Because next Thursday, I'm going to be thankful, aren't you? Uh, I, I might be a little busy on Thursday, just yeah. a little bit. Eating. Right. Yes. I, I am smoking my turkey in true American fashion. Got to grill it. There Gotta you smoke go. It. There you go. I love it. I love it. Well, thanks for joining Jackson tonight. And thank you, Top Fan Rivalry followers, for listening to us. As always, we always appreciate you. We look forward to doing this again for you next week. Have a good one.